Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, friends. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, here at Blog Talk Radio on the K Factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. I have looked all over the globe for people who meet my criteria for kindness and for contributing to it and to the growth of it. Kindness is like the most healthy virus that we could ever imagine. It's a form of love and courage and stamina and vision and intention. And from genuine kindness comes all good things. And there is so much kindness. It's hard sometimes for us to believe that it really exists everywhere because we can get locked into the news, the media, the television, the radio, the newspapers, and just the daily chatter in our lives with people all around us, whether it's people we know or it's eavesdropping that we can't help but engage in as we hear other people talking, 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 sometimes incessantly. People often take the negative side of things, It captures our attention, but we can't stay stuck there. We need to reach beyond it. And this is the perfect place to reach to here at the K-Factor on Blog Talk Radio. I have a guest today who is a lady who I have admired for an awfully long time. She is a beautiful, wonderful woman that I was introduced to by a lovely friend of mine, Tessa Greenspan, who always amazes me. She never caves into junk. She somehow maintains this completely genuine, loving, flexible, open and accepting attitude and behavior that is always consistent. There's nothing artificial about this this lady, and when you see her live, what you see is a woman of grace, a woman of elegance and stature. People really respect this lady, and I am really happy to call her my friend, so I could go on talking about her, but since she's on the line, she is our guest today, I will now bring her up front and introduce my good friend, Tessa Greenspan. Good morning, Tessa. Hello, Dr. Deb, and what a great introduction. Thank you. That was so sweet. I really appreciate that. Uh, you you earned every bit of it because that really and truly is who you are, not just in my estimation, but being with you at various events and watching you and witnessing the way that people interact with you that really is accurate. And seeing what you post on your social media platform, it is so obvious that that is who you are. You dedicate you dedicate a lot of time each day to goodness, and I think that's really impressive. Well, thank you. It's I know that there are many ways that we can give back, and this is one of the ways that I really take joy 
in posting positive messages two or three every single day on Facebook. And so if anybody wants to, they can just go to Tessa Greenspan if they want to see any of them. But it really gives me joy, and it reaches people that I don't even know. In fact, I've had so many comments and feedback of thank you. And so it's something that there are little things that we can do every single day that doesn't take much time, but that we can pay it forward. And I want to tell about my pay it forward. I created a Facebook page called Pay It Forward Community. And it's it's another way that we can all make a little difference. And so um, if anybody wants to go on it, it's Pay It Forward Community. And so post in, we're going to start posting in different ways that we can pay it forward. For instance, paying for somebody's meal behind us or, um, you know, giving people a few pennies if they're, if they're short or many other kinds of thoughtful. Sending a card. Many people don't send cards anymore. So there's so many ways, and I really want to, to help people be even more creative and how we can have a little more kindness and how to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really love that. You know, one of my favorite things to do is when I'm at the grocery store, I like to say to the clerk, I'm going to pull out this additional amount of cash here, and I want you to apply it to that person's uh, grocery bill. And it will be somebody either who's directly behind me in line or a couple people behind me in line. But there's just there's something that I've made note of about that particular person, and I think that they would just benefit somehow from a lift, an anonymous lift. And it's funny because it, at first the, the checkout people, the cashiers, would look at me like, what? And and I found myself the very first couple of times I did it, I thought, I, I will never know if the cashier cooperated with me and he actually did it or if they pocketed the money. And then I thought, well, you know what? If they pocketed the money, then I paid it forward to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And it is a little thing, but it's really important for us to be more aware of how we can have a kindness and how we can pay it forward. That is such a great example, Dr. Deb, of being able to pay it forward. And there's so many other ways. I would really like I would like to encourage everyone to be very creative with this. You know, there are people and and it could be a, a bigger sum with someone. Maybe somebody is really struggling or you know, even homeless on the street. You know, it doesn't matter what they're going to pay for it, but doesn't it make you feel good that you have a, a few dollars? that you can yep. pass on to them? Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I think that we, we forget, never know the struggle. Yes. I think that we forget to celebrate our abundance because we often get locked into a mindset that is not kind to our own self, for sure, and certainly not, not kind in terms of generating positive energy in the world, where we think, oh, no, I'm so overwhelmed, I have to take care of this, I have to take care of that, as opposed to thinking, I am I am in a position of abundance and I I need to figure out how to distribute what it is I have to attend to everything that trusts me to have the wherewithal to be a care provider. It is so true. It is the absolute truth and I would like to encourage every single person to have a journal that they write down 
at least five things that they're grateful and thankful for every single night. The more you write down what you're thankful and grateful for, the more you will have that you can be thankful and grateful for. I love that. And do you find, Tessa, that there's a difference if people write it down by hand or they click it away on their device? It's so much more important to write it down by hand because it changes the neurotransmitters. You know, our body is all uh, entwined. And so when we do something with our hands, writing it down, it really gets more into our brain than if you just type it down. That's a proven fact. Yeah. Yeah, it's one step closer. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, Tessa, for people who either know you and don't know all about you or people who are just tuning in and they don't know who you are, (laughs) how is it that you got started in what it is that you do? What's your current line of business? Well, currently I have an international health and wellness company, and I help people who have any kind of health challenge or who want more energy or who want to feel better. And there are all there are natural alternatives to medications. And so I'm a, a big health nut. I speak on health, too, of what it takes to be uh, healthy and really proactively ageless all of your life. And how did you get into that? Well, it sort of goes back to the store, Um I owned a supermarket, like a a Whole Foods, for 28 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But in 1987, I had viral meningitis, which nearly killed me. And what I have found is that most people do not do things, including me, unless there's a crisis of some kind. Yeah. More and more young people are really more proactive, and I just really love it. It's taken time, but... I had viral meningitis, and as I said, it it nearly killed me. It took me a long time to recoup, and it threw me into migraines. And so every three or four weeks for three days, I had migraines that I had to go to bed. It was uh, was incapacitating. It just, um, with the aura, the throwing up, and nothing worked unless I went to the emergency room and got a shot of Imitrex. So I lost. So much, really, I figured up for 19 years I had migraines. And I figured out by going to bed, I lost two full years of my life. And oh many different kinds of things, having to go to bed. If you if you figure up that time, uh, 19 years having it every three or four weeks for three days, if you figure that up for 19 years, that is two full years that I lost because of the migraines. My goodness. Now, I never knew this story. That is amazing. So what was the breakthrough? How did you get back on your feet and get healthy? Well, let me back up just a little bit and tell you from that moment, especially, I was always uh, very health conscious, but from that moment, I I began a quest of how to be the healthiest person I could possibly do and in the meantime, hopefully get rid of my migraines. Well, I became somewhat of an authority in what supplements on the market, and I tried everything uh, at least for six months, you know, seeing if it would help. Well, nothing worked. I I really became more and more. I was the first to bring in organic foods, and one of the reasons was in the St. Louis area because um, 
I wanted to get as healthy as I possibly can. And then I had to even teach about what is the reason for organic foods and why would you want to choose it over others. So I became a real knowledgeable person on health and what makes it. And I say that there are four pillars of health. It isn't just one. Okay. The first, and what you were saying is so important, is what you put in your mind. You know, I uh-huh. personally do not watch television, do not let anything come into my mind or in my space that is real negative. It's the choices that we make every day. So no television, what you read, what the people that you are around, surrounding yourself with positive people, positive messages. is uh, So that's the mind part. It's so important to really be proactive of what goes into our mind and what we say to ourselves. You know, that is part in your book, and we're going to get into that even more. What you put into your mind, being proactive, is so important. That's the one. When a hundred percent, our audience what? members should have a, a a pencil and a piece of paper in front of them and be sketching out four pillars. And the first yes. one is you're a hundred percent in agreement with with. Uh, I'm a hundred percent with. Yeah, and that really is the most important. And that's what you. That's what your work is. Um, it, it, that's where it all starts. I mean, I'm yep. a big student of the mind and what makes our mind work. I do things for changing the neurotransmitters, being that all that I can possibly be. I love the study of the mind. So that, but that, what? The mind is everything that we are, and it's from everything. Everything emanates from our mind. It's the only thing in this life we can control. It's so true. It is the Mm -hmm. absolute truth, and it takes practice, and it takes learning, and, and, you know, for anyone that's smart, we'll get your help if they want more <laughs> of change. Now, but it, the mind is the first part. I feel it is the most important. And if you work on that, many of the other things will fall into, into place. But it's the choices that we make. And, you know, I have a little saying, you know, that, um, that there are three C's of life. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. And so it really is so important to what you put in your mind and be proactive of it. And it's being aware and being vigilant. That's Mm -hmm. the most important of all. And then you have what you put in your body. You know, you can't have putting good things in your mind and then putting junk into your body. So after these four... Yeah, you are are an authority on that, also, Doctor Deb. Absolutely, absolutely. You can't. You know, <clears throat> the interesting thing is, people don't understand when they when they think of things in terms of of wanting to get well. They forget that the most important ingredient really is about kindness. You have to make an a yes. commitment in your mind and in your heart that you love yourself enough not to continue to kill yourself because of what you eat and how you're either obese or you're anorexic. <clears throat> and you certainly can't not love yourself enough to exercise and move the beautiful vehicle that you're renting here in this life called your body. And it all I... starts with that we're thinking. So yeah. that your first pillar is your mind activity and your second 
caterpillar is your nutrition and your eating, correct? Yes. It's so important to put healthy foods. And, and actually, I go along with this, is that it's taking the toxins out of your home, too. And, you know, if anybody wants, I have a, something called the Dirty Dozen that I'll be glad to email anybody. But that, and if they go to ewg.org or safecosmetics.org and put in any kind of personal care that you have to see if it, there's any cancer-causing ingredients. So, I mean, that, I feel that the food that we eat is absolutely, and it's this, it's uh, our environment also. Those two sort of go together, but it's if you can do organic, no hormone, uh, if you're going to eat beef, grass-fed and no hormones in any of your um, meat products or um, any kind of thing that has high pesticides. So this is a very important, what you choose to put in your body, no sugar, no white things, um, and vegetables and fruits. Well, and for what you listed off for everybody on on the internet, what e, what Tess is talking about, EWG stands for Environmental Working Group, and it's a yes. not for profit environmental research research organization based in Washington D.C. And so it's EWG dot org. So thank you very much for that link. Okay, you're right. I mean, it is about um, what you're what you're putting in your mouth, what you know through your food. That's the obvious stuff, but it's also what men and women put onto their skin, onto their face, yeah. in terms of lotions and potions and soaps and it's, makeup, and even toothpaste. I mean, there. It's really important to be proactive in reading labels and knowing what the harmful chemicals are. And again, I have a. A dirty dozen that I'll be glad to email anybody. They can just put dirty dozen in the subject line. Um, I'm really passionate about that. In fact, when I built this place, you know, no toxins whatsoever, no cleaning products that have toxins, no shampoos, no uh, dishwasher or any kind of products that have harmful chemicals in it. I mean, I'm over the top. But you know what? I am living proof of what's possible as you... uh, progressively age <laughs> or proactively if you're proactively ageless so um but this is and i have a water filter and air cleaner so these are all if you really want to go over the top but why not why not treat this body in the very best way that you possibly can well and quite frankly if you're tuned in enough to be on the internet or on the phone or wherever it is on the computer where you are picking up this show, you are probably sitting somewhere <laughs> that is filled with toxins. And so we it's the the world has become it it's always been a beautiful place, but it's also become an increasingly more man made, manufactured place. And what we need to do is really get hooked on the product lines that are clean where people have a conscience about what yes. it is, about what they're producing. So we don't have more uh, asbestos and garbage that is there that decades later people are sick and they can't breathe and it's so obvious. We we don't need to be subtly ill and subtly getting sick. So I love what you're saying, and, and I and I love that you've made the offer to our audience as well as directed them to the ewg.org. It's a great website. Thank you. 
So that's your second. Well, this is good. Yeah, yeah, that's your yes, second. Yes, that is the second. And and I'm really, uh, I I really hope everyone does go to those and starts looking. At, and safecosmetics.org is a is a part of that. Just put in the products that you're using, any kind of personal care product, you know, I have to get on this, but Johnson & Johnson had baby no tears was one of the most harmful chemicals to babies. And I was part of the lobbying effort to get them to change the formula. Now, this is just a total injustice that um, a lot of, of people, a lot of companies put harmful chemicals in our personal care products. And in Europe, they won't allow it. For instance, Lancome does not have the same... Um, ingredients in some of the products in Europe as they do here. I mean, I'm not picking on one. I'm just saying it's really important for us to be proactive in looking at what chemicals could be harmful in all of our our personal care products. Why do they do that? I mean, what is the reason? Because it's cheaper. It's cheaper ingredients is, is the reason. And it takes oh. a lot to make a change. The the ingredients are much cheaper when it's harmful. And actually, the highest, the cosmetics company, the more expensive it is, the more toxic it is because it works. You know, you can put poison on your face, some of these products, and you'll look better. But what is it doing on the inside of your body? So I didn't want to get on on a kick because I am really proactive on lots of different things. Well, so what you're saying is, that you need to be really mindful enough, regardless of what the price of a product is, because in some instances your very organic products are going to be very expensive because it costs more to produce them, but at least be a knowledgeable consumer and know. Go to the websites where you can check out what the products really contain and see how they're really going to affect you, and then get into it. So um and <clears throat> get into buying what's healthy. So with Johnson and Johnson for instance, they actually changed their formula so now it's safe. Yes. Well, yes. Bless their- yes. I have a book that I recommend and actually she's a friend of mine. It's called Not Just a Pretty Face by Stacy Malkin. And she explains so many different things in that book about different toxins, and she was one of the persons that led the charge on helping uh, or enforcing Johnson Johnson to change their baby um, no-tears formula. Wow. Well, that is that is <clears throat> great. And how long ago did that take place, by the way? Oh, just a few years back. Wonderful. Maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we've, we've got these two pillars, and then what is the third pillar? The third pillar is exercise. You can't put good things in your mind and good things in your body if you're just going to sit down and uh, not do anything. So exercise is a big, big part, which helps the neurotransmitters, helps the serotonin, and it helps you to remain active and alive and, and feeling the best that you can possibly feel. You know, there was a guy that <laughs> I used to go running with every day, <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. When I when I lived in Chicago, my hometown, and we would meet up and we would go run along the lakefront every day, and we'd run six or seven miles every day. And I would I would start to get tired, and he'd look over at me and he'd say, 
um, move it or lose it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, that just really that is that is so uh, haunting of a thought, and it's so motivating a thought, and it and it's so absolutely genuine, spot on, true. You really do have to keep moving your body parts, or else they just atrophy, and you really do lose your strength and your muscle tone. And that's that's kind of what's apparent on the outside, but on the inside, your organs are just screaming for more oxygen and opportunity to do their work. It's the absolute truth. <laughs> You're talking to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> So what kind of exercise do you do, Tessa? Well, I have a personal trainer, and I do NIA, which is a cross between dance, martial arts, tai chi, or qiang, and uh, dance. And so, wow. um, and then I walk. I mean, I live in a building that, you know, um, I can walk um, day or night or any time uh, that's secure. And uh, so that's the other thing that I do. Yeah, and so walking. strength training. Yeah, that's absolutely fabulous. So where do you do where do you I didn't know that you were a personal trainer. That's fabulous. Where do I'm you I'm not. Do you, I have a personal trainer. I'm not a personal trainer. Well I thought you said I you have. were a personal trainer. No, no, no. I am not a personal trainer. I have a personal trainer. Uh, okay. Who comes to you or you go to them yes, and you do need yes. I have I, a gym in my building. Yes. Uh-huh. Fabulous. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. And that's a that's a really gentle but very important strenuous workout, but not jumping yes. and and doing no. joint dance. Yeah. No. No. Not Beautiful. At all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay. So and it works. I mean, so and again, it's really not just one. It really is a combination of all of these that really makes you be able to live at peak potential. Yeah. And the next is the supplements. You know, you cannot get enough vitamins and minerals in your body, you know, and so I've done a lot of research. I know of the best uh, vitamins and minerals. I know of the best um, anti-inflammatory. I know the best of an ageless product. I know the best of an anti-stress product. So, I have done a lot of research, and so I have uh, affiliated with a company that I'm able to share, and it just Mm. does my heart such good when I, you know, one friend's blood sugar is balanced. Her A1C Mm -hmm. was um, 14 and is now 6. So, I mean, many other kinds of things. I know of products that can help people who are in pain or who have health challenges. And that just does my heart so good. Mm-hmm. And it's because I had the migraines mm-hmm. when I had done so much research and then I had customers coming in. And just to give you an idea, I had 2,000 customers a day. So I had lots of customers who knew I was into health. And so they that's how I was introduced to want the anti-inflammatory product that, that – uh, I represent, and so it. Um, I was not expecting anything. I mean, it's proven to be a, um, an immune enhancer, gives you energy, helps you to sleep, give an overall feeling. And then I did some research on PubMed, and there are thousands of research papers. So it, I said, "Well, I'm ready." So I had 
three people who came in with different things said, you need to try this or look at it. So a fourth person came in and said, you know, I'd like to tell you about this. And so I was ready. I had done the research. And so I wasn't expecting it to help my migraines. But Ah. um, after I started getting one migraine and then I just took more of it and it stopped it. The first thing that ever stopped it except the shot of Imitrex. So I was kind of hooked and then I did even more research and I have not had a migraine since. So I am well, the just beautiful, truly, What? The beautiful thing about the conversation here and what it is that you're sharing is a lot of people, when they get into a position where they get sick, is they they shut down and they get scared and they don't know what to do except ask somebody for help and, and become so frightened that they become kind of a victim to whatever it is that's striking them. And you've really taken your situation, and because of who you are and how you are, not only have you been concerned about regaining your own health, but the kindness factor that's alive for you and all the factors that led to why it is that you were asked to be on this show today is because of the ways in which you are so loving and so eager to help other people out of their agony and their suffering. And so the the messages that you're giving, the things that you've thought about, these four pillars that you've described, we've talked about the mind and nutrition and exercise, and we'll be talking about the fourth one here. We really need to appreciate, I think, that kindness is at the core of any recovery. If it's going to be genuine and really sustained. And I I love what you're saying because your your story is so personal and yet it's not a story that is about something that's so sad. It's about something that was serious and is so motivating because of the way that you dealt with it. Well, thank, thank you. you. I I'm a big researcher and I'm going to find a solution and it really is sort of coming back to your book, Building the Strength Within. It's finding the solution. It's really choosing different paths rather than accepting this is the way it is. Absolutely. Rather than saying, you know, well, I'm going to take this medicine. And, you know, medication is one of the biggest killers of all time, misuse of it or overdosing of it. Yeah, even over-the-counter things. I talk to people about that, I think, just about every day in the work that I do where I'm trying to get people to understand you really need to pay attention to the reality that just because you can buy something without a prescription by a physician, that doesn't mean it isn't dangerous. Listen, read the labels. You'll see on Aleve and uh, aspirin and all of this, it will say it can cause liver damage, can cause kidney damage. Look at the side effects that are possible from over-the-counter Right. And actually just read on uh, people who have acid reflux, it was in today's paper, heartburn, um, the Nexium and all of the different things is so bad for you. If you can find an alternative rather than taking all of these things, it can cause stroke cancer and many other Mm -hmm. kinds of things, all of these things for people who have acid reflux. So Mm -hmm. there, there is a side effect to nearly every single thing that's on the market. 
Right, absolutely. So, Tessa, is there a website that you have in addition to your social media outlet where people can go and look at the ways in which you can be helpful to them and the products that you can introduce them to? Do you have a website you can direct people to? They can go to, it's www.agiftfromtessa.com. Giftfromtessa.com, that's fabulous. A gift, a gift from Tessa.com. Fabulous. And so tell and us they about can the... Email me at Tessa at TessaGreenspan.com. Okay. So um, what is what is the uh, fourth pillar? The fourth is the supplements, the uh, vitamins, the minerals, the anti-inflammatories, but the supplements that are safe is the fourth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because and so, it adds to the rest of the things. Right. You know, I know of the chelated vitamins that really work. Because I've done lots of research on nearly everything on the market. Mm-hmm. And I'm not an authority, but, you know, I'm more knowledgeable than most. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what you... What you are, absolutely, is, I think, two things. One, you are a very smart consumer, which all of us need to be. And two, you're a living testimony to what it is you talk about. I am. I am. <laughs> I have a 52-year-old son, so that you can sort of guess uh, in the range I am. But I don't put an age on me because I'm ageless, actually. And I believe in living at peak potential for me, yeah. and, I, and I hope to share it with many, all of my life. It doesn't matter how long I live, but I want to live and be able to make a difference. And I do it in many ways. Facebook is one, but I mentor a lot of people in business also because I love it. I've learned a lot. And so startups and people who are in the mid who want to grow the business. And it's just it's a gift that I uh, give to, to uh, people I know that have been very helpful. So one of the things I'm always curious about is finding out, you know, being the psychologist that I am, <laughs> where did this core of kindness come from that you just exemplify and engage in? Who who were your parents and how did it all start? Well, it's it's sort of a long story, and we won't get into all of it, but my mother, who was from the back hills of Arkansas, had no education, was probably one of the wisest, kindest, most wonderful, happy, upbeat, no matter what the challenge. She was in a, she had two kids. She was in an automobile accident when she was 24 years old. In the hospital for a year, it nearly killed her. She uh, gangrene set in and they had to amputate her left leg. Now here is a beautiful person with two little girls, single mother, her husband left her. Mm. She got out of the hospital. She said, "Do what you have to do. I have two little girls to raise." She got out of the hospital. She had two kids, one leg, and no money. We were on welfare. And it was um, really humbling for her because she'd always worked as a waitress, always taking care of her children. She decided <clears throat> we were at the in the Gompers in East St. Louis, Illinois. That's the, the uh, Section 8 housing. And uh, she decided she didn't want to be 
on welfare. So she found a government program. So it's determination. I had this role model of a person who never felt sorry for themselves, determination, always pleasant, always singing happy gospel songs, and never felt sorry for herself. She decided she wanted to, she didn't want to be on welfare, so she found a government program that helped people with disabilities. She went to school on a bus, on crutches with one leg for over a year, learning how to work in an office. Gosh. Now, that is amazing. That is really amazing. My goodness. And, and she, so she, Go ahead. She really inspired you. Yes. Yes. She was my inspiration that nothing is impossible. And actually, she loved me more than life itself. And so I had a person who believed in me totally, that you can do anything that you want. She was so far above that era. Actually, she wrote, read James Allen's book, you know, As a Man Thinketh, young. I knew about that book when I was very young. So she never felt sorry for herself and always worked, always um, contributed, always pleasant. Um, and it was just really a phenomenal role model. And I am so truly thankful and grateful that I had that kind of role model. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. That's just amazing. That is just amazing. And so I, I assume she's no longer with us. No, she she's passed, yes, and but she's left an indelible um, imprint on many people's lives. Yeah, that's amazing. What a great story. So what is it that you love the most about what it is that you do? Well, I love making a difference. And, and as I said, there are many ways that I can do it every day. And actually, every day, my, one of my prayers is, Lord, who can I help? Who may I help today? Put them in my path and I will serve them. And it's amazing the kind of things that can come. Mm-hmm. Whether well, it's mentoring a person, yeah. encouraging you have a lot of people on your path. I'm one of them. Absolutely. Oh, good. Good. I mean, you know, my the things that the things that I talk to you about in especially in terms of wanting to get my work in the hands of people, which is so aligned. You, I I appreciate the way that you've mentioned my book during our conversation here. Uh, build the strength within you you believe in me you believe in my work and in the message of that book you've been really helpful in getting people to my events and that's really such a blessing when people recognize that there's a power in the kindness of talking to our creator and saying put on my path what you want me to do and who you want me to serve and how can i be of help tell me help me that Mm -hmm. i don't know how many people do you think take the time to ask that question and request that direction? I don't know, but I hope that there will be a few that hear this and will take that charge upon themselves. Mm-hmm. Me too, me too. Yes, and, and I, I really would like to discuss your book because I feel that it is so powerful 
for any person, for any person, you know, whether you really have all that you want or whether you're just struggling or whether you want to improve, it doesn't matter what. To build the strength within, there is always something that you can learn. And one of your greatest things, one of the, not greatest, but the whole book I absolutely love, but it's your self-talk. And you even have a self-talk script. But it's really analyzing your thoughts, what you do, um, all of the different things. It's building a blueprint for a successful. So it's really checking to see where your thoughts were, what your actions were, what your habits. And then you have a process for changing that for those that want to change. Right. And, you know, when people hear the word change... I know as a psychologist, when I get introduced to people either in a personal setting or when I'm doing corporate engagements, people get very scared that I'm going to come in and they're going to have to change everything. And what I say to people is, first of all, change is what's happening with every breath. And when you think about me and our introduction and what might shift, the very nature of our introduction has changed things for the both of us. And quite frankly, everything changes in one moment with just a different perspective. And the most important thing that we can do is open ourselves up to the possibility of a different perspective. I love that. And I and agree. I really Yeah, I I appreciate you talking about the book and the self-talk. One of the things that that Tony Robbins says repeatedly is where the mind goes, energy flows. So yes. if what you, whatever it is you focus on, whether it's something really groovy or it's something really awful, you'll bring it into being because you're really manifesting that. So when people are talking about the laws of attraction and manifestation, they often miss the point that it's not about rubbing Aladdin's lamp. It really is about understanding that when Aladdin was rubbing the lamp, the genie was, he was rubbing his mind, and he was bringing forth what it was that he really wanted to have. And I think that people get so lost in thinking that someone else has to be their provider or their rescuer. Our rescuer is actually us, and it's our mind and what it is we do inside of our head, all the things that you're talking about in in the course of our conversation here today, even though there's four pillars, it's all about knowing what to do with That's your right. mind. You can move Absolute in the directions truth. of those things that you were talking about for total well-being. It is the absolute truth. It's your mind. It is the most important thing. And actually, and your book helps you to analyze. It's not saying you have to change. It's saying here are some options that you might not have thought about. And then do your blueprint to see what you want, what's important to you, and how you can change if you choose to. Well, in the book, there's 11 self-assessments. And People always ask me, they're on a Likert scale, so there's either a statement or a question, and you indicate on the Likert scale, which is just mark from 1 to 7 or 1 to 9, where you land in total agreement or disagreement or much like you or not at all like you. And people 
always ask me, well, what should my numbers be? You know, should I be all nines? Should I be in the middle? Where should I be? And what I what I always share with people is you are the one who knows where you should be. And should means where it's comfortable for you. That's and right. So there's no magic number. It's really the profile of where you want to be, how it looks and feels for you. And when I ask people to consider that, they they get so um, lost for a moment because when it, it's almost like when people reach out for help, they're looking for somebody to say, do it exactly like this. I don't really want to be the person to say, do it exactly like this. I really want people to explore where is it that I want to be because that's so powerful. I mean, we all need direction. Like, if people come and talk to you, they're going to need for you to give them some advice. But they're the ones who are ultimately going to have to determine, well, how does this make me feel? You know, even if it's supplements, well, how does the supplement make me feel? That's true. Absolutely but, true. Yeah, I, I wish that everybody would be kind enough to take time for their self, that person that is you which sounds so funny to say. But don't you hear people all the time saying, I don't have time to do that. Where am I going to get that kind of time? You mean for yourself? (laughs) Well, it's true. And unless you do, unless you love yourself, and when you do love yourself and claim your own power, the power within, it really is, it does change everything around you. So it really is, you have to start with you. If you don't love yourself, then how can you love others? So it really, you hit it on the nail. It is so important for you to work on yourself, to love yourself, to feel confident in yourself. It affects every single person around you. Yes, it absolutely does. And one of the things that I that you and I share that we have talked about on this show and certainly outside of this, uh, interview is growing up knowing that you were loved. Yes. That is really beautiful gift. And for everybody who's listening, either now or listens later to the archive, one of the things that I really want to make clear is even if you're sitting there thinking, but he loved me, my mother didn't love me, it is just simply not true. Somebody loved every single one of us enough to inspire us to thrive. Yes. Because it's an absolute reality. Google failure to thrive syndrome. Babies cannot survive unless they have the power to thrive because somebody is inspiring them to want to take the next drink of nourishment, either from a breast or a bottle, and take the next breath and continue to engage in eye contact and in feeling the touch of another human being. Every single person has has thrived because someone has loved them. So we have all known love. and And through love, we all have the opportunity to learn that human beings are really trustable and that kindness really exists in the world. 
And that's what I love about your message and your messaging all day long, Tessa, is you are just so consistent in that delivery of love and lovingness and kindness and goodness and trust and a positive vision. What What is it that you do personally to make sure that if something starts to look ugly to you, you turn it around? What is it that you do? Well, I look for the good in every single thing, you know, and I even posted something. It's looking for the beauty in everything and everyone, or even the beauty in challenges. And I have challenges, too, but I find what is good about this. What can I do um, to turn this around? Because I refuse to wallow in any kind of thing. I'm going to find what the good is, and I'm going to help myself feel good. Mhm. Yeah, it really I love that you've described that in the way of a wallow because if you if you wallow, you will get swallowed by whatever that, it is. Good. Mhm. The wallow is the first step in the swallow and you don't you don't need to be in the belly of Moby Dick. <laughs> it's so true. You know, if you don't mind, it's so good. If you don't mind, I would like to read. I mean, this has been on the back of my card, but this is what I really want to encourage everyone. And if anybody wants this, I'll be glad to send it to them, too. Do you mind if I share with you? It's called Promise Yourself. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet to make all your friends feel that there is something in them, to look at the sunny side of everything and to make your optimism come true, to think only of the best and to expect only the best, to be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own, to forget the mistakes of the past and to press on to the greater achievements of the future, to wear cheerful countenance at all times and to give every living creature you meet a smile to give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others, to be too large for worry, too noble for anger, and too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. And that's kind of my creed for life. Wow. I I absolutely love that. I'm going to ask you to read that again, but slowly. Okay. All right. Good. It's promise yourself, and each one, before you do the sentence, you can say, I promise myself to be okay, so... I look, you know what? Let's do this. What? You read one line at a time and say, I promise myself, and I will repeat it after you, and that way okay. our audience engage in this. Okay, so go ahead real slow, okay. one line at a time, and then I'll say it. Okay, I promise myself to I be promise so... Okay, go ahead. I promise myself... To be so strong to be so nothing. Go ahead. I'm going to do do it in smaller chunks. So I promise. Sorry. I promise myself to be so strong that nothing can disturb my peace of mind. That nothing can disturb my peace of mind. I promise myself. I promise myself to talk health. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity. 
I forgot what you every, said. I, okay. I promised myself to talk health, happiness and prosperity. I promised myself to talk health, happiness, and prosperity. To every person I meet. To every person I meet. I promise myself. I promise myself. To make all my friends. To make all my friends. Feel that there is something in them. Feel that there is something in them. I promise myself. I promise myself. To look at the sunny side of everything. To look at the sunny side of everything. And to make my optimism come true. And to make my optimism come true. I promise myself. I promise myself. To think only of the best. Think only of the best. And to expect only the best. And to expect only the best. I promise myself. I promise myself. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others. As I am about my own. As I am about my own. I promise myself. I promise myself. To forget the mistakes of the past. To forget the mistakes of the past. And press on to the greater achievements of the future. And press on to the greatest, the greater achievements of the future. I promise myself. I promise myself. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times. To wear a cheerful what at all times? Continence, continence. Continence at all times. And give every living creature I meet a smile. And give every living creature I meet a smile. I promise myself. I promise myself. To give so much time to the improvement of myself. To give so much time to the improvement of myself. That I have no time to criticize others. I have no time to criticize others. I promise myself. I promise myself. To be too large for worry. To be too large for worry. Too noble for anger. Too noble for anger. Too strong for fear. Too strong for fear. And too happy to permit the presence of trouble. And too happy to permit the the presence of trouble. And there you go. You know... I love it that we did that together because when I heard you say it, it resonated. But when we took it one step at a time, I felt the enormity of it. It is. Oh, good. I'm glad we did it that way. I am too. And this is really huge. And And if, you know, one of the things that I think would be a fabulous exercise, and you and I have been talking recently about doing some online events with people in the way of teleseminars. What I think would be really powerful is if we did an event where we took that whole paragraph of I Promise 
and he had people say it just like we did, and then we went back and we worked on each promise Ooh, and yeah. talked what it means in order to accomplish that. Because and by the way, that is not mine. That's the Optimist Creed, by the way. Oh. That is not mine um, that I did. It's, it's uh, the Optimist Creed. That is just powerful. Yes, I, mean, I amazing. love it. I do, too. I do, too. It made me really stop and think and want to grab hold of myself and think about all the ways in which I believe, much like Wayne Dyer writes and speaks about, we are one with the source that created us, so how can we not be good? That's true. And, you know, all of these words, the promises, is really in your book on how to change that if you choose to. Yes. And it's a guidebook um, for this particular uh, creed. And even if you're already in a good place, how to hang on to it and make it even better. Because quite oh, frankly... we are all works in progress. I mean, we must always continue to grow and learn. Yes. And to want that in our life. To yes. want... To want for us to be our best for our own self, for our our give back to our creator as a massive thank you, and and to everybody who is in this current world with us, those who are in our inner circle and everywhere emanating out from there, to people that we don't think we know, but we're connected to them anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, Tessa, this has been amazing. We are down to the last one minute. Oh, wow. I know. Isn't it amazing how time flies when you're having fun? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm very grateful to you for being here with me today. And I I love you dearly as a friend and as a as a person that I'm fortunate enough to know. And I, I really am thankful that you are here today with us in this life and on this show to share your knowledge and your heart. Thank you. Thank you. And if anybody wants to contact me, it's Tessa at TessaGreenspan.com or a gift from Tessa.com. Thank you very much, Tessa. So I will be talking to you soon. Friends, this is your host of the case, Dr. Deb Carlin from Partners in Excellence. For more information, please take a visit over to drdebcarlin.com. That's D-R-D-E-B-C-A-R-L-I-N.com, where you'll find all kinds of wonderful, helpful resources that are credible for your life. Many blessings to you from me and from my guests. Take care. Bye-bye.